Hi there, this is Ella Star with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, November 19, 2022. As always, this Key Races and Bets podcast, as well as the Key Races and Bets blog, which is the written version, brought to you by Amwager.com, a great legal online wagering website with great betting tools and perks. Amwager.com is legal for residents of most states and covers most tracks in North America as well as many around the world. Go to amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com to find out more. And while you're there, if you want the written version, click on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. We're going to start with the Geoponte Stakes, Race 7 at Aqueduct on November 19, 2022. This has a post time of 2.44 Eastern, and it's probably the best betting stakes race around the country today. Churchtown gets the ground-saving rail just missed by a neck in a nearly identical turf route stakes when last seen beat older horses before that around two turns on turf and yet opens at 6-1. He's shipping down from Woodbine for top a trainer Roger Atfield and gets junior Alvarado to ride as well. Both big pluses. Churchtown also has excellent tactical speed as he was second for the first six furlongs in the Toronto Cup stakes last time out before making the lead and then being run down by just a neck on the wire. Before that, he rallied from 6th of 10 early, so no matter the pace scenario, he can handle it. The 95 and 93 Equibase speed figures here in his last two starts are superior to every horse in the field except maybe the last race Steady On ran, which earned a 101 figure, but Steady On improved a lot from his previous race with an 87 figure and might regress. Considering all that Churchtown has to offer, and then he's been first or second in five of seven career starts and ran big in his only turf route stakes, he has to be the first to consider for win bets in the Geoponte stakes field. Wicked Fast also opens at 6-1 to one and adds more value to the race. He finished fast from far back in 10th to be beaten just a couple of lengths in the tougher and longer Hillprint stakes last month, finishing just ahead behind Grant Sonata, who opens at 3-1 to one compared to 6-1 to one for Wicked Fast here. That makes no sense. This will be Wicked Fast's second start since moving to the Mike Maker Barn and the second with McCarthy, so as good or better of an effort might be expected as well. Steady on rounds out the contenders. As I mentioned earlier, he opens at lower odds than the other two. He could regress, as mentioned previously, or he could take another step forward. After a poor debut in a sprint on grass, which he's not bred for, he stretched out to a mile and won, then won again. I read Ortiz Jr. was up for the win and rides back, and the Colt ran the last quarter in under 23, so maybe the one to hold off late. However, as a win bet, he doesn't offer the value at 2-1, to one, but he'll be used on exact that pickets played. In the Geoponte Stakes, Race 7 Aqueduct Post 244, Saturday, November 19th, Churchtown and Wicked Fast should be strongly considered for win bets, in my opinion, 5-2 or two or more. And the best way to profit with wagering on win bets on multiple horses is to use a dutching tool, which allocates your wagers based on the odds. Amwager.com has a great and free and easy-to-use dutching tool, which allows you to set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win, and all the math is done for you. And this is just one of many great tools and perks available at Amwager.com. For the exacta, we'll do a box of Churchtown, Wicked Fast, and Steady On, and then I want to play another exacta, which is Churchtown Wicked Fast over Churchtown Grand Sonata 02035 Dakota Gold Wicked Fast and Steady On. I'll say that again. It's Churchtown Wicked Fast over 
Churchtown, Grand Sonata, 02035, Dakota Gold Wicked Fast and Steady On. And then one more exact, the King Steady On on top, over Churchtown, 02035, Wicked Fast and Dakota Gold. That's Steady On over Churchtown, 02035, Wicked Fast and Dakota Gold. The reason we're playing those two separately is because we want to leave out the lowest paying combinations of Steady On and Grand Sonata, and we'll have the other combinations more times. Moving on to the second race on this week's Key Races and Bets podcast. This is the Sunpower Stakes. This is race six at Hawthorne at, in Illinois at 613 Eastern. And there's potential value in this race, even though it's a state-bred stakes race, because Fever Nation opens at 6-1. to one. The reason is he's still a maiden, but then again, so are three of the other seven two-year-olds. Fever Nation was beat by... Rives on a roll in his debut on October 14th when Rives on a roll was making his fourth career start and wired the field. However, Rives on a roll won't get to go wire to wire today because right on Richie, Chi-Town Hustler, and looking for Bala all earned their only wins leading from start to finish. And it's only going to take one of them to go out with Rives on a roll and soften him up. So this time, Fever Nation can go by for the score. Fever Nation gets the outside today where he got the two posts last out. And he was scratched to run in this race. Plus, he put in a strong 47 and 4 fifths half mile drill, the best of 25 on the day a few days ago. And he's saddled by Chris Block, who has won with 26% of his starters at Hawthorne so far this year and 22% overall on the year. Towel Run is the other stalker and closer of note, but gets the rail. Not the greatest place for a stalker compared to the outside for Fever Nation. Tahoe Run is also a maiden, but he finished well for second in both starts and could complete the exacta if the pace setters and pressers are completely out of the picture, as I expect. In the Sunpower Stakes, race 6 Hawthorne post 613 Eastern on Saturday, November 19th. I'm going to bet Fever Nation to win a 2-1 to one or more, and I'm going to play an exacta box of Fever Nation and Tahoe Run. Now we're going to go cross-country to Del Mar for a couple races, starting with the Kerry Grant Stakes, race 8 at Del Mar with a post of 7 Eastern. And I'm really only interested in this race for the value it provides in doubles to race 9, which is a nifty allowance race with a few horses offering value. This race offers a single, which is the only horse to use, in the chosen Vron, who moves back to dirt where one before last, he easily won the similar E.B. Johnson stakes under Hector Berrios, who rides here. He also won his last start as well, the California Flag Stakes, a turf sprint, so he enters the race in top form, having paired very strong Echo Base 104 figures in two straight, which beat the other five horses on the square here if repeated, even if they run their best. In the Cary Grant Stakes, race aided Delmar with a 7 o'clock post on Saturday, November 19th. I want to play doubles. Two sets of doubles. The first is going to be in race 8, the chosen Vron. And in race 9, Carpe Fortuna, Kitty Katana, Lady J, and Dramatizer. That's Carpe Fortuna, Kitty Katana, Lady J, and Dramatizer. The second one is going to be the Chosen Veron with a lot of horses. You could go all here, but I'm playing a second ticket of the Chosen Veron Race 8 with Carpe Fortuna, Lady Clementine, Gimme Mo Baby, Jillian Elizabeth, Kitty Katana, Emerald Lake, Overattach, Lady J, and Dramatizer. And even though we'll be live on doubles, hopefully, to race nine, I want to play that race as well. Race nine at Delmar has a post time of 7.30 Eastern on Saturday, November 19th. And Carpe Fortuna gets top billing, stretches out to two turns off a fantastic turf sprint where she led from the start, opened up by a length in the stretch, and just got nailed on the wire by a neck. 
In her second career start two years ago, she also stretched out off a sprint and pressed the pace in third before drawing off, and she's run a couple of other very good turf routes since then. More importantly, Carpe Fortuna had been offered more than nine months before that race, so is likely to run even better than last out where she led, opened up, and got nailed. Kitty Katana drops in class from the grade three autumn mistakes at its allowance level, having gotten to within a head of the lead in the stretch in that race before tiring a bit to third of 11. It was a solid effort, and she won, breaking her maiden at a mile on grass right before that. Berrios gets off Kitty Katana to ride Carpet Fituna, but Pratt gets on and rode the filly just once of that maiden win, so she fits strongly in here. Then there's a couple of also eligibles to take a look at if they get in. Those are Lady J and Dramatizer. Each must be respected if they draw in. Being as this route is run in the infield shoot, the outside posts are not as disadvantageous as if a gate was on the main track and they can each establish good position before the turn and not lose ground. Lady J won at a mile on the Del Mar turf three back in August right before moving to her current trainer and she was beaten just a nose for second in the Ken Maddie Stakes sprinting on the grass in her most recent race so she fits very well. Dramatizer was claimed by trainer Keith DeSormo the first time she was eligible for claiming price in eight months in September, immediately won off the claim. Now, it was the first time Mike Smith rode her as well. Smith rides back, and she rallied from ninth and actually won at the allowance level that day. So she's back at this level only because they're willing to put her in for the optional claiming price. One of those old cliches of eating her cake and having it too, which applies in this instance. There are a bunch of others which were listed or mentioned on the second of the two double tickets above, and given this race will likely have no heavy favorite and be a full field, they all have a shot to be part of the exacta. In race nine at Delmar with a post of 7.30, hopefully we're live in doubles, but in spite of that, I'm going to bet Carpe Fortuna to win at five or two or more, and I will consider a win bet on Lady J or Dramatizer at four to one or higher, and I'll use a dutching tool if that's the case. Kitty Katana opens at 7-2 and, and is likely to go to post at lower odds, so we'll try and use exactas to make money if she wins in addition to the doubles. The first exacta is going to be a simple exacta box of Carpet Fortuna, Kitty Katana, Lady J, and Dramatizer, hoping they both draw in. And the second is going to be Keen, Carpet Fortuna, and Kitty Katana on top in first over Carpe Fortuna, Lady Clementine, Gimme Mo Baby, Jillian Elizabeth, Kitty Katana, Emerald Lake, Overattach, Lady J, and Dramatizer. And I'll say that again. Carpe Fortuna and Kitty Katana over Carpe Fortuna, Lady Clementine, Give Me More Money. Julian Elizabeth, Kitty Katana, Emerald Lake, Overattach, Lady J, and Dramatizer. Don't forget, if you want to get this Key Races and Bets information in written form, it's the Key Races and Bets blog, which you can get totally free at amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com. Just go to amwager.com. Click on How to Bet Ella Star's blog. If you're not already a member, look it out. Check around. It's free. It's legal to residents of most states. It covers most tracks in North America, especially the tracks I'm covering today. And it's really easy to use. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.